Welcome to The Individualist with David C. Bass discussing world United States politics, political theory, and individual liberty from an individualist perspective. Hey, it's Dave from The Individualist, and this episode, I am warning you in advance, this episode is going to be very intense. In fact, I may actually have to put an 18 plus filter on it because we are getting very intense with this episode on prison reform. I feel like if I were to do anything less, then I would be downplaying what the actual issue is going on here. Because right now, the U.S. is, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, is the leading in mass incarceration. We have one in three United States citizens who have a criminal record. One in three. I don't think that's because America is just full of people who... Uh, love to go around looting stores and crack rampages and beating the crap out of each other. In fact, we actually have a very small violent crime rate. So if that's the case, why are we sending these people who a lot of the times are put in for crimes that are nonviolent, crimes that are victimless, into a place like prison? And we need to be serious about what's going on in prison. We have people who are getting raped and beaten and all these awful things. And if we say that this thing, I dislike it so much that I'd be willing to put you in a place that does this. <laughs> if we are to be calling ourselves a Christian nation, and I hear that a lot, okay? And it doesn't really have a whole ton of historical background, I think. But if we're going to be a nation full of Christians, we need to be acting like Christ not just in our personal relationships, but also inside of the justice system. I think it's a load of crap when people say that we can just turn a blind eye to how Christ asks us to act when it comes to justice. And there are people who actually say that, and it's bull, okay? It's crap. God did not at any point say, oh, you know, we can just uh, forget all these things that I said for you to do if you wear a nice shiny badge, okay? That's crap. Don't use that. That's not right. So rather than just me ranting about how bad it is, and I could do it all day, honestly, we need to find a way to actually fix it in a way that can be implemented and implemented quickly. And we've actually seen a lot of countries benefit from a prison style that focuses on reformation rather than just on punishment. Genuinely, uh, I would not feel so terrible, or as terrible rather, if a person who was coming in on a drug offense were to go to a prison as I am about to describe because it, it doesn't just focus on, um, oh, you did something bad, um, we will punish you until the problem is solved. Uh, we need to be genuinely focusing on fixing the behavior of the person who did the crime. Crime. <laughs> In quotes, I guess. Um, and we need to be paying special attention to the way in which they're being treated as well um, in the current system. And I think that Trump did a really poor job of releasing the sheriff who we know was doing these awful things inside of his prisons, uh, would brag that they were like a, what's the word I'm looking for? 
concentration camp. So we've become so obsessed with the idea of, oh yeah, this person does something I didn't like. Fix it, whatever way you can. And if that involves violence, great. But that's not how Christ asks us to be treating each other even. He says that we are to be merciful. He says that we are to be loving in our response to issues. And I don't think that stops at a personal relationship level. I don't think it stops at a government level. I think we need to include these concepts inside of our current system. And that's not to say that I think that we should be going towards a theocratic system because we have seen how awful that turns out uh, in history when people start claiming to be the voice of God and then uh, punishing anybody who does something to their disliking. So obviously that is not going to be something that I would be looking towards. But there is a country I have specifically in mind when I'm talking about correcting behavior rather than just punishing. I'm specifically referring to Norway when I'm talking about this. Their hiding facility is something that's been described as the most humane prison in the world. And yeah, I do believe in justice, but I also believe that we need to be focusing on a way to fix the issue. <clears throat> Imagine it this way, if you will. Imagine that you're a parent. And no, I don't think that the government is supposed to be a nanny, okay? But imagine that you're a parent, and you have a child who's done something against what you've asked them to do. How do you solve the problem? You could either, A, find the solution that is more likely, most likely rather, to fix the behavior and keep them from doing it again, which may not involve violence, or B, you could beat the crap out of them. Which are you more likely to do? Probably the first one. But we seem to have forgotten that in our prison system because it, it seems, at least to me, very based on the revenge of the victim. And that wasn't even the case in ancient Israel. <laughs> so why should we be doing that now here? Sorry, I'm getting off track. Um, in regards to the Hyden facility, um, they have a motto, it's better out than in. And so they focus a lot on job training, on therapy, on education. Uh, and yes, the rooms are a lot more neater and nicer um, so as to give them a clearer mind. Uh, because if you treat them like an animal, uh, like, you know, the fighting animals, that, uh, like dogs and such, who get put in the cages before they go into a fight and stuff, and that's kind of how we're treating our prisoners. Uh, we want to treat them like adults. We want to treat them in a way that actually fixes the behavior. And yeah, theirs does, by a monetary standpoint, at first seem to uh, cost more um, a year. Uh, it's actually about three times um, as much as we pay here in America for our inmates. Um, but it saves money in the long run because the <laughs> they're not coming back after um, they've gone through all this. The problem's actually solved for the most part. Typically, they actually have a massively lower incarceration rate. It's 75 inmates per 100,000 people, <laughs> which is 
so much smaller than the United States has. And that's because they don't have to worry about it after they're gone. They're more than likely going to be gone for a long period of time. And yes, maybe I could have talked a little bit more throughout this episode about how we should be reducing the victimless crimes and things of that sort. And that is part of it. Yeah, sure. Uh, We need to be focusing on this as a solvent to uh, actually violent crimes. But if we start with refining the situations in which they're living before or even at the same time as refining the laws, then we could see a hugely drastic reduction in the way that our system works and how many people are going to be in the system and how many people are staying out of the system permanently after they've gone through the first time. In one place where they started doing stuff like this, they saw the amount of time people came back for a offense. It went from 50% of people uh, coming back after the first offense to less than 5%. We can do things like focusing on fines rather than on prison. These are things that have been tried in other places and are working really well. And I'm not normally the guy to say this, but if other countries are doing it and it's working really well and it's saving people taxes, why not try this in America? Why not try it, nope, everywhere? And we can start um, seeing what works and tearing down from there. All right, thank you guys so very much. This has been The Individualist with David C. Bass. Please tune in next week to be hearing more about Jesus freedom, and individual liberty. If you like what you hear, please donate to patreon.com slash I underscore individualist. And as always, thanks for listening.